This is Kanzen Shu, the podcast, episode 446 for the week of June 17th, 2018. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Kanz and Shu. The podcast. An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Kanz and Shu. Yes, we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Uh, now that it's June and the show's been over for a while and everyone has stopped talking about it, uh, it's time to talk about Dragon Ball Super again. Yay! Dragon Ball Woo-hoo! Super! Everyone remember when that was a thing that was on television for a couple of years? Yeah. I sure yeah. remember. Uh, joining me to talk about... Uh, a, a completely unbiased, scientific, uh, <laughs> factual ranking of the Dragon Ball Super ending themes. There is no debate about it. Uh, don't at me. Uh, Randy, hello. Hi there. Uh, it's been a while. Was it seriously the last time when we did Legends? And I can't say Legends anymore because Legends is the name of a game now. Yeah, that was my most annoyed part about that game. It was like, oh, now I got to differentiate. But yeah, that is the last time. <laughs> uh, welcome back, sir. Thank you. Glad to be back. And then joining us as well to, uh, again, scientifically, unbiasedly rank the Dragon Ball Super ending theme. Stacey, hello, Sailor Spaz. Hello. Man, so... I'm, I'm going to hold off. We're not going to jump into it yet. There's lots of cool stuff to talk about first. I'm going to keep everyone, including these two. They don't know what the rankings are. Uh, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> I have a couple of very brief things I want to talk about before we get to our topic. So you'll just have to stay tuned. Uh, first, let's talk brief little news, news, news. So E3 happened, and there were video games. F- fighters on Switch, everyone act surprised. Oh, no. Who knew? I didn't hear anything because I don't follow video game news. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what, Stacey? Dragon Ball Fighters is coming to Nintendo Switch. Wow. Boom. Amazing. <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about that. Uh, we kind of expected it. Uh, Arxis has been working with that engine on the Switch now with the, the cross battle of the characters from the other games in the one game. So we knew it could run over there. And yep, it's coming out there at some point this year. Uh, Jump Force. Randy. <sighs> Yeah. Jump Force. Jump Force. I, I know. It's I, I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to get excited, but I'm going to try and give it the benefit of the doubt. I mean, things could only go up from J-Stars, right? Uh, n- no. Have you seen the Jump Force <laughs> debut trailer? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> uh, but, so I, 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 but I hear what you're saying, and that's the impression I got. But I mean... I'll give it time. I'll see what other people say. Maybe get it myself. Probably not. I mean, I said the same thing about J-Stars, but, you know. Here's the thing for Jump Force is it's clearly their attempt to do what they did with J-Stars, which was, it's going to be about five years in between because J-Stars is for the 45th anniversary. This is for the 50th Mm. anniversary of Jump. Uh, That was a a celebration of the Jump brand with it's the Jump stages and similar to what they did with uh, Superstars and Ultimate Stars on TS. This is, hey, everyone's in America and throughout the world now. This really feels like their attempt to, all right, we're going to make a jump game for the Americans now. I feel like, well, you've lost part of the point of why we like this is that it's not fighting with the American flag and Statue of Liberty behind us. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's awkward. But I mean, I guess they have to try something different. So that way you're not just, oh, it's the same thing again. But still, it's the same thing. Yeah, you would say this is J-Stars. We just played this five years ago. I don't know. J-Stars is janky as it was. It had so many cool things about it. 
I I love love loved the fact that it was a truly custom soundtrack that you can do in that game, uh, at least on the PS3 version, where you could import your own MP3s to be stage specific. You know, I imported all the karaoke versions of all my favorite anime songs and put them in there. Uh, I I doubt we're gonna have something like that. And it's just more of the Spike now Spike Chunsoft models and plastic figures. Oh, I, I, I just can't get excited about it. I can't get angry about it, but I can't get excited about it either. I'm feeling feeling very empty on the inside, guys. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I mean, like, while I was watching some videos before we started recording to make sure that I knew things, I'm like, man, what even is this music? It's like like this quote-unquote epic, like, orchestral stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel like any of the show. And, and yeah, very plastic-looking. I mean... The textures for like clothing, like okay, they're going for realistic, but why do they have Play-Doh hair then? Like, why can't <laughs> right? <laughs> they just go. It's a go a hundred percent or not. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah, the the aesthetic uh, sure is what it is. Uh, it's it's very early right now. It looks flashy. The the concerns seem to be around the frame rate and motion blurring. Uh, it's still very early though. That kind of stuff can be worked on over time. So Jump Force is, is a, I guess Jump Force is a game that will exist at some point. And sure, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, as more characters are announced and as it comes out and how, how truly bizarre to have a crossover game announced with Goku, Luffy, Naruto, Frieza. That's, that's yeah. that thing they do. <laughs> Just the normal thing. Just right. and I mean, they didn't even go with like Boruto, like something that's current. I don't know. I mean, no. I guess Dragon Ball isn't super current. Well, super manga, I guess. But yeah, yeah, and yeah, Frieza makes sense for that too. All right. So those are video game things. Uh, Not a whole lot to talk about. And that's why we didn't do uh, an entire episode about E3 thing is because what the hell can you really say about it this year? So with all that fun out of the way, let's have the true. uh, No, no, it's actually not fun. It's science. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Mm -hmm. Super ending themes ranked. Here we go. All right, so the way that we do rankings here on Konzenshu is uh, we assign point values. Uh, there are 11 ending themes, so uh, each individual person here has ranked them with their top performing ending theme being assigned 11 points and then downward from there. So uh, the the least favorite gets one point. Uh, we total up all of those points individually and we arrive at, as I said, a, a scientific figure that cannot be argued against because it is in, indeed fact. And so the folks I'm talking to have no idea what the numbers are. They know what their own individual numbers are. And, and I think... Uh, over time, we may have divulged some of our feelings about some of these songs to each other, but uh, we don't know the true final facts. Let's just get into it. All right, I'm ready. I'm excited to see this one as the least favorite song, and that's Lagrima. <laughs> one pixel <laughs> in the bottom spot. Uh, it kind of wasn't even close here. Uh, what can we truly say about Lagrima? It is there and i'm kind of sad that this is the one they decided to cap the series off yes. with. i mean what it went out with i know i know i i, I want to talk about lyrics a little bit uh i primarily looked at the lyrics in the tv size version uh stacy from your standpoint you can actually just listen to the songs and yeah. understand what everyone's saying unless they have uh, some strange accents or, or as we get to perhaps something like fried rice music down the way we can talk about the lyrics oh, there uh <laughs> Uh, excuse me, notice that was not at the bottom of the list Stacey just saying here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Lacrima, it, like, the, the lyrics are just, 
they're just kind of there. It's a, it's a song that's not really saying anything, as we'll hear in a lot of these songs. They're kind of vague relationship songs, which we've certainly had before in something like GT. But Lacrima is just kind of nothing. Yeah, that was kind of my feelings about it. It wasn't my, my personal bottom rank, but it was very close to the bottom. And it's just kind of a just kind of a nothing song, really. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, I can. it was only a couple of months ago that it was airing and I can't really even remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to me, that's kind of like a sign that, okay, if it's not memorable, then it's not really. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how I felt there too. It wasn't memorable and, uh, and yeah, just a whole lot of nothing, like a fluff song, if anything else. Especially in the in the series itself, we had like, you know, we had the ultimate battle song that was so hot-blooded right. <laughs> and all that. So compared to like something like that, that's the song you're going to remember much more mm-hmm. than this other song. Yeah, up against that, especially when we were getting ultimate battle literally every episode, or at least every <laughs> yeah. other episode at this point yeah, in the series. Maybe it got a little overkill of that one, but yep. it, was still, it was still, you know, heart pumping every time you heard it. Uh, like we said, to go out on this one, uh, a little bit of a bummer. So I guess we'll just have to move on to the next one. Uh, And while this is indeed science, I I can um, at the same time say that both of you are wrong. Uh, We have (laughs) we have forever dreaming Checo No Republic down here at uh, the number 10 spot, I suppose. Um, Okay, so sell me on the not selling this song (laughs) because I I had it midway on my list. So if I had to say anything is uh, if we're going to be judging things on on like lyrics and creativity, whoa, over and over again, isn't really selling you on a really good catchy jam. Uh, But but you remember it's very anthemic, I think. I I suppose. (laughs) But I mean, if like I'm going whenever I judge these songs, it's by what am I going to jam to in the car and try and sing along? Because I don't sing. I don't know Japanese, but I'm going to be a fool to myself. And that's okay. And this one isn't it. And also, if it's, you know, using as an ending theme, the animation is meh, like just exciting wise, like, all right, he's on Kintoon and and there's and Dragon Balls smack together. uh, I don't, but you get that like sound. I love it. (laughs) That's the satisfying part, and it it's point two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you're saying, Randy, is uh, yes, you appreciate the balls in the song. All right. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the important part for me. Thank you. I'll I'll be going now. <laughs> uh, Stacy, you didn't have it very yeah. high up either. Clearly. No. Yeah, it was more like whoa, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was another one like Lagrima that I kind of found forgettable but some parts were also slightly annoying to me so like the whoa the repeated whoa it got annoying after a while so that's why it didn't rank very high for me and then i didn't really find it fun to sing along with so that's why it didn't rank high for me oh what a bummer i really liked oh yeah in kai i think checking republic uh at least on our list here is the the first group or band that's uh, got a reappearance from either earlier in the show or previous show. Uh, they had, like I said, Oh Yeah and Kai. I just like the different kind of instrumentation. It's a little bit more electronic-y while being poppy, while having a little bit of a rock flair. I like it, but uh, I can't argue against the science. Science has proven you wrong. Uh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> 
will continue to rage against the science here with uh, the next track selection. I'm so bummed. I had this so high up and you guys did not. Fried, oh, ri- fried rice music is oh, down here. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> it's my least favorite. Well, maybe, I don't know if all of Dragon Ball endings, but it's close to the bottom of all oh, Dragon Ball endings Lord. for me. <laughs> okay, well then, you're, again, you're going to have to no-sell me on the selling here or sell me on the notes. I don't know. I'm, I'm so angry that I'm off in my own land here. <laughs> well... Before the song even came out, there was like a like a promotional blurb from the band about yes. what their inspiration and stuff was for the song, and they mentioned Zenkai Power, yeah. which is another song that I don't like. So I kind of knew from before that if they're taking inspiration from a song I don't like, I'm probably not going to like this one either. Stacy, can I fire you? Like, am I allowed to do that? Hey, man, it's science. You can't. I don't think Dragon Ball opinions are a protected class uh, here in the States. <laughs> oh, <so>. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, I lost, okay. I lost my Kanzen job. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't hate it. So I want to say that, like, for me, it was a little higher up. It was still in the bottom ranks, but I don't hate it. Um, initially, I wasn't super sold on it. I was just like, uh, okay, we've got some counting and, and it's fun and poppy. I don't, I like fun and poppy. I won't say that I dislike that, but I don't. It, it's it's good. I still like to listen to it, but it's just not the best because I think that we've got some really good ones, and I probably helped throw off the scales, or maybe we didn't. And Mike's just wrong, and that's okay. <laughs> he can be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I also just I don't know, like the counting and the, just naming foods and stuff. It was just kind of how is that not good? Essential Dragon Ball. It is. <laughs> it is, and it's fun. Is it? But there's better ones. It's like Zenkai Power, which I said I didn't <laughs> like either. And then like. I have a Chinese friend who said, dude, that's like just super racist. They're just like saying random Chinese (laughs) words and numbers. It's like, you know, the equivalent of just (laughs) just like saying random stuff like, hey, look, I'm speaking Chinese for real. But you're just saying random words. (laughs) It did kind of feel that way. And the the English version, I haven't actually heard the full version yet. I think they cut a lot of that out (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they... On when they're airing it on Toonami, they air an extremely truncated version yes. of it. So yeah, I don't yeah. even know what they did with it. But basically, I remember they just go, one, two, three, I'm hungry. They don't have any Chinese in it. So I wonder if they decided, hmm, this seems a little problematic. Let's just uh, translate it to English. I like the Zenkai Power illusions. We even get the Moonstar that we get from Zenkai Power. Like, I see where they were going with it. I appreciate that someone tried something different in Dragon Ball Super ending themes. I may be wrong, but I can <laughs> I can sleep well at night knowing that I am in fact right. <laughs> So the next song we have on the list here, um, this is going to be a group that we're going to hear again from, yeah, a little bit down the list here. Uh, we had Far Away, Haruka, from Lako Tower down uh, in the bottom four here. This is just, mm, just 
I just don't like it. But I guess I was the weird one. Oh, did you pull that one up? That one was, yeah, that one was was my number four pick. So I guess, yeah, I guess I'm the weirdo there. I don't know. Uh, When I think back about it, I'm like, ah, the Laco Tower songs, I don't think were super great. But then sitting down to listen, I'm like, oh, no, these are my jams. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Haruka Far Away is just, it's fun to sing along to. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know exactly how to explain it because it's not, super dragon ball ish like no well that's the thing is that this song is kind of about a lost relationship which is literally what their other song is about too and even some of the other (laughs) dragon ball super songs it's it's just the same song again from them and it's not just that they had two songs they also had writing credit on another song in dragon ball super get lacko tower out of my dragon ball super Well, hmm. <laughs> I guess then you can be happy that uh, I was the one that was wrong here and that I've got the deck stack against me. But I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just fun. And I kind of dig them like maybe they could get different lyric writers, but I, I genuinely like their melodies. So, eh, it's whatever. I understand. I can get why it's weird. For me, uh, Haruka was kind of middle of the pack. I do enjoy listening to it, but it's not like one that I go back to as much as some other songs that I like sing in the car as I'm driving to work. <laughs> I might skip it a bit more than... I mean, I'll skip it less than the ones I really don't like, but mm-hmm. I'll skip it more than ones that, I, that are totally my jams. But mm. I do like their... I did really like their other song. Spoiler alert, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, Hold on tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this... So after that one... After I really liked that one, this one was a little bit disappointing because I didn't like it as much, but it was still... I guess I do like their kind of their lyrical style and their melodies. So mm. I still enjoyed the song, but it was more middle of the pack. Well, let me ask you guys this then. Uh, Leco Tower is the only group that within Super itself we had to come back and do a second song. Uh, was that nice to have? I mean, it sounds like you guys are okay with the song. Uh, even if you did like the song, would you have appreciated maybe hearing a different voice? Um, You know, that's a good point. might have been nice to try somebody new. But then again, we try that and we get stuff like Lagrima. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess I'm the weird one and I like them. And I'm like, I, if we do another series after this, I'd like to see them come back. But I also yeah. wouldn't cry about it if we didn't. I would personally like to hear more from them just based on how much I liked, I guess, collectively liked their songs that they put out in super but i would also be fine with the record companies giving other (laughs) new bands a chance as they usually do Uh, actually to two songs because we have our first tie here in the scientific data we have a tie actually between what i guess you can consider uh the two straight up rock songs in different ways Mm. uh we have an evil angel and righteous devil by the collectors and then we also have by a 77 70 by a (laughs) 70 centimeter square window by rotten crafty it's in all caps, so you have to make sure you say it that way. Um, you must scream it. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, very curious. This uh, this ended up uh, right here in the middle of our list, and you know, going by the points that 
that pans out because the points are all over the place between these two songs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're either at opposite ends or they're effectively identical between all of us here. Uh, so we can kind of mm-hmm. talk about them as a group, maybe what you liked about one, what you didn't like about the other. Uh, Evil Angel, for me, this feels like a, almost a, a classic Rocky kind of song. It's got this rockabilly vibe to it. Uh, I thought it was very, very different. Um, I enjoyed it for that. Uh, this is one of those songs where the ending animation really speaks to and, and helps the song, I think. Uh, very different, uh, the, the panning up on the, the manga panels. I thought it was a really great inclusion from an older band as well, uh, someone who's not just the flavor of the week from Columbia here. Collectors have been around for a while, and to have uh, someone like that pop up in Dragon Ball, uh, I was excited for that. Uh, tell me about the collectors from y'all's perspective then. Randy, man, not so much, huh? <laughs> so... <laughs> I was the one that put this with my lowest score for the whole ranking. Um, wow. And I, like I said, I kind of ranked these on what I would like to jam to in the car. And this is too low tempo for me. Okay. So I, I was like, okay, this is probably my my bottom. I will say it's a great song to use as an ending for Dragon Ball because it, it worked really well uh, for everything and, and uh, relating to the story. And the ending animation is probably n- my number one. So I felt really bad putting this at the bottom. All right. As long as you feel I'm bad like, about it. I do. I feel very bad so there's guilt involved it's okay there but but yeah it's just not it's just too slow for me and i can appreciate it but yeah it's uh, i just can't sing along to it in the car and that's gonna be my justification yeah i had it kind of middle of the pack but slightly below the other song that's ranked the same 70 square window i can't (laughs) it's a hard title to say 70 centimeter square window (laughs) i think when the evil angel righteous devil first came out it was kind of one of my higher ones but then as we got more songs i guess it kind of mm-hmm. slid down the list a bit because i ended up liking other songs better as we got more or even even some of the songs that came before it later ended up ranking higher than it just because is a repeat unrepeated listens i just ended up gravitating towards other songs more mm-hmm. um i also <laughs> i was bitter that the ending animation despite the lyrics being a perfect fit did not feature any black or zamasu <laughs> <laughs> it's like the right? song lyrics are totally them but it's like they didn't appear in the ending at all so <laughs> i was slightly bitter <laughs> that is a crime i will say so you know what i might have less guilt now all right. that. Yeah, so see, they shunned my boys. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, at least this one is like the most scientific, right? Because it was all across the board yeah. and it ended up right where it's supposed to be. I mean, if, if you can have more or less within science, I suppose you can phrase it that way. <laughs> this is max, max science. <laughs> <laughs> talk about 70 centimeter then uh this is uh, 
I mean, it, it's effectively the same ranking for all of us, which places it directly in the middle here. I think that makes sense. Uh, I like it just because, you know me, I, I kind of gravitate towards the rock songs more than anything else. Uh, I, I love the nostalgic visuals of the ending theme, but just the song itself, uh, it was something that had a lot of power to it, and that was different from some of the, the power we got elsewhere, uh, even in some of the other rock songs. Uh, I'm going to consider Hello, Hello, Hello kind of like almost a pop punk kind of song in ways more maybe mm-hmm. like power pop uh and we'll get to that song at some point but this one just felt like that all right i will take some hard guitars and drumming uh i'm ready for that and this is where it, it fell in my list and i i think that's that's apt yeah i would say uh interesting thing when i was putting together my list i i sat down and i listened to everything once and yeah. i wrote my list and then i sat down and i listened to everything again and uh and that's my turn. See if I can not screw this up. By a 70 centimeter square window. No, Randy wins. <laughs> score. Uh, it went up the list as I listened to these. I'm like, okay, you know what? Oh, nice. I like this. And uh, yeah, it kind of ended up at the top of my, uh, like, I don't really know how I feel uh, things. Because I my first few, I'm like, yes, these are locked in. These are great. I'm not changing these. Um, so it climbed up there. And yeah, I really like it. I like the I like the rock sensibility it's got to it. And I'll say uh, the ending animation. I'm always a sucker in later parts of the series when we're like, all right, here's young Goku from mm-hmm. the beginning of the series. I'm like, oh, my heart. There we go. It's fine. Everything will be okay. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it grew on me. And I liked it. And uh, yeah, the... the it's different than my other choosings um, because it's not all the other ones aren't as rocky, but it's great. I love it. Yeah, I do also enjoy the uh, rock songs generally. So uh, the rock and roll that the kids are into. These days. <laughs> 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 so this one, I f- it's kind of t- like upper mid tier for me. I feel like if I had more chance to listen to it. I, it might rank higher because this is one that's not on the CDs that, well, at least I think as a single, but it's right. not on that compilation of endings that came out, which is where I'm listening to most of these songs. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. disappointed I don't have a way to listen to it other than like going online. But yes. yeah, I, I think if I listen to it more, it might jump up the list, but I did enjoy like that has the kind of a little bit not hard rock, but like some parts of it, it gets a little bit more you know, uh, yeah, yeah. into it, like in the chorus part of it. So I I enjoyed that and I would like to listen to it more and have it on a future, another release that they'll probably do where they include all of the songs yes. this time. Yeah, so same. that's a good sad point is that the theme song collection they put out does not have the last two ending themes. Uh, those, however, did get their own individual CD singles. So you can... As Mike would do, make his own collection and have them all together and even rearrange the track order to make the perfect compilation. Because I'm allowed to do that. It's 2018. That's true. So next up on the list, actually only by a single point here, Starring Star by Key Talk makes it up the list. This is another one where, uh, actually, Randy, you're the outlier here. <laughs> Dang it. Stacy and I gave it the exact same ranking. So Randy, uh-huh. you got to sell us on Starring Star here. Yeah. What's so great about this? So I don't know. It's just very nice and uplifting. I mean, I okay, so I'm going to admit I didn't check the lyrics on a lot of these. And I don't, <laughs> like I said, I don't speak Japanese. Look, so I'm, Randy, Randy. 
yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's nothing to say about the lyrics in any of these songs. <laughs> I figured as much, but I just also wanted to get that out there in case someone's <laughs> like, well, you didn't realize that this one is an allusion to this. I'm like, okay, hold on. I mean, I didn't th- this one's a little bit different from uh, most of the others, which are relationship songs. This is mm-hmm. uh, as uh, a different song is that we'll talk about later. This is talking about childhood reminiscence, which I, I think works. I think fits here. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I think that that helps into it being more uplifting because Goku's story is very uplifting and fun. We all want to join along with it. And uh, it, it, since it was like our second ending, I've listened to it a lot. And it's just yeah. kind of it's rooted in deep. So I'm like, yes, this is definitely up there for some of my favorite uh, Dragon Ball songs uh, that there are so far. You know, I'm just not a fan of the vocals here. He's really straining to hit those notes, and they don't sound Fair. like they're hard notes to hit, so I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I'm know. a bad singer, so I guess I'm like, he's trying, man. Good for him. <laughs> he's doing his best. <laughs> yeah, I I found it kind of forgettable, so mm. that's why it didn't rank very high for me. Yeah. I mean, the chorus was kind of like this, you know, the starring star, na, na, na. That part was okay. The rest of it was like, eh, it's not that compelling. If so. there's like one part of that song that like hooked me, it's the, uh, God, it's uh, Hajimaru story part. Yes. Like, <laughs> like just the, that Hajimaru rhythm. I'm like, oh. Story. Yeah. That one, I was like, okay, yep, I, you got me here. And I had to get it as soon as it came out because I'm like, I got to jam to this. It's so great. It's also, I know those words. I can say those. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. You know, I can, well, I can I hit those I see right ones. through you, man. <laughs> oh, dang it, man. I'm see through. Sucks. <laughs> On the flip side, Stacey, you got to sell us uh, Laco Towers back. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay, now it's up to me to sell it because this is my absolute favorite. (laughs) It's hard. I don't know. I just really, really enjoyed the melody and the lyrics and then the visuals with the the Sakura petals flowing Mm -hmm. by. Uh, Look, all right, all right. I'm I'm, I'm typecasting you here, but... (gasps) You, you just know that over on the side, Goku Black and Zamasu were totally making out here, right? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'll draw that later. It'll be great. I'll just have this song on loop to inspire me. It's perfect. Please it's do. perfect for that. They used it too soon. Yeah, so it was before their time. Maybe they could have been featured in that ending if uh if it'd been if it'd come at the right time. Look, even I would have enjoyed it more if we had that. I'm gonna give me something yes. to latch onto here. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, seriously, but- I, this is another one. Lacko Tower, uh, kind of like he talk. I, I feel like he's he is stretching a little bit for some of those notes, and I, I just I feel like I have nothing to grab onto here. Uh, that piano is pretty great. It's so it, it's decent. It's decent, but I it's mean- a, it's another 
lost relationship song and I, yeah i've heard a few of these that's fair yeah. yeah but i don't know i especially once i listened to like the full version of it after i got cds that allowed me to do so yeah. like there's just parts of it where it, like just like builds and builds and like bah! yes so i feel like the long version or the full version of it has a bit more and that's what i'm always like cry singing in the car as i'm driving <laughs> see I, I think that's another good point about these songs is that yeah we get the tv versions that we would hear for like three weeks at a time uh they all do have full-length versions and they're all legally available for purchase uh and they do often go in different directions they'll have like a mellow breakdown in the second verse something like that and they'll come back after the bridge and traditional pop structure but it, it really works for a lot of these songs and while i don't love it i i do agree with you on the structure of this song and if i were more a fan of it i would like it more that makes sense right those are totally <laughs> yeah. words that... i would like things more if i just like them <laughs> i don't know what my problem is Sci- it's science it's this is all science absolutely <laughs> just go on to uh the next song in the number three spot i suppose is yoga yoga dance yes yeah! okay Whew. i'm glad that uh i was like man i'm gonna put this up near the top of my list and i'm gonna be really sad if this ends up at the bottom so this song could have gone in many directions uh we had akb before in our dragon ball uh, and this didn't quite go that direction. This was uh, definitely more self-aware and more fun. Uh, and if you're going by TV version only lyrics, this is actually the first, if the only explicitly Dragon Ball related song. Uh, we get talk about Kamehameha and being a Saiyan. Uh, so in that respect, like this is actually the most Dragon Ball song of the 11. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Yeah, I really, I really like this song. It's up near my top ranking ones. I don't know. It's just really fun and peppy. Which I know I, I know it's in contrast to fried rice music, which is also, I guess, fun and peppy. I just, this one works better for me. And especially of the, the idol songs that we got with uh, AKB48 and Momoiro Clover Z. Right. This is definitely, I think, the top of the inserting idols into my Dragon Ball <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, it's in that same vein as uh, fried rice music, but I think this one just does a lot better job at associating itself with Dragon Ball and being fun, and uh, I can bounce along to it. It's it's good. Curious thing about this song is what we get in the TV version is actually like the second verse, I think it yeah. is. So we get mm. a much later portion of the song. Uh, maybe they went with that for the Dragon Ball references there as well. Uh, I agree. I, I think this song is a little bit all over the place. Every time it starts, I'm like, wait, what song is that? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because the full version starts off very differently. <laughs> so it's like, wait, is that? Oh, it is Yoko Yoko Dance. It didn't doesn't really <laughs> sound like it. But oh, okay, now they're getting to that part. 
<laughs> okay. And I think the vi- the visuals I also really like on this yes, song. Yeah, I think it's my yeah. fi- my favorite ending visuals. I think it may be. Yeah, it's going to be the number one animation ending. It's just the, the, the pans are always good. I think it allows them to show more things without having to animate at times. I mean, yeah, you still have to draw all the characters as they go along the side. But they do some of my favorite uh, kind of like motion graphic-y techniques, which is yeah. the expanding colors and the shapes. Uh, I love that stuff. And we just had so many people doing Jocko's pose. How could you not love it? I it's, know. It's, great. it's good stuff. <laughs> it's a really cute song, and I. it's another one that I really like singing along to in the car. <laughs> I think this is one that everyone can sing along to. You just have to sit there and go, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. At least that part. Some of the other parts are more tricky. Like, they have some fast lyrics at some yeah. parts, so I kind of had to go over them a few times, even <laughs> to like okay but i think we just need stacy to sing every song i think that, yeah that's you don't need to put in samples i'll just do them all <laughs> So we are down to our final two. We have two songs left on the list. And again, you can't argue with science. We have a tie for first place for the two songs. I I wasn't expecting it, but uh, I think this Mm. is good. We have a tie between Hello, Hello, Hello by Good Morning America and Boogie Back by Miyu Inoue. Uh, I I agree with the science here. I think these two are the quintessential Dragon Ball Super ending themes. Uh, Good Morning America making a reprise from uh, Dragon Ball Kai where they had Dear Zarathustra. Uh, Actually, they kicked off the Boo arc there and they kick off Dragon Ball Super over here. Hello, Hello, Hello is uh, a a childhood reminiscent song, which would be followed up by uh, some other songs later. Uh, I think it was uh, a great band, a great choice to kick off Dragon Ball Super. It was a little bit familiar uh, if you're watching along with the Japanese version of Kai, which the international audience didn't get. So I suppose the only way you followed along with it is if you pirated it. Well, that's <laughs> Dragon Ball fans. Anyway, yep. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, and then Boogie Back was um, an electronic-y, poppy kind of song, but had has like a, a little bit of sorrow in it along with being happy. Uh, and it, I think, retroactively got some um, some love with the passing of Hiromi Sudu. Mm. Uh, this was a song that focused uh, in its animation entirely on her, looking at her and her friends and her family. And that ending shot just uh, kind of brings tears to your eyes here. Uh, midway through 2018 uh randy tell me about hello 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 you had this kind of like in the middle-ish for you yeah it was uh, i think like my number five just because i had my top four were pretty solid and hello 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 was uh when it was introduced uh, when we started the series i'm like okay they've made some good choices i loved dear zarathustra um so this i was excited that we were getting another song from them um and uh yeah it's it's great and i love the animation it, it really tugs at the heartstrings of like the dragon ball is just all of these friends that we've made along the way and we're all getting along great and the nostalgia part of uh you know just following along goku on his journey uh, and the song was just just really good and it matched the visuals it matched the feelings that i get when i think about dragon ball um it's just excellent i don't know what else to say yeah i I think their lyrics are the least vague while being the most open to interpretation 
they're talking about when we're kids and everyone has their different colored backpacks. What color would I choose and where would I be running to? Like, something about that just speaks to me. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like these are the only lyrics that really transcended languages uh, for me here. Uh, Stacey, you had this pretty high up too. Yeah, I had it as my number two. So I kind of agree with what uh, Randy said. Like, I really liked Dear Zarathustra from Kai. So I was excited to hear another Good Morning America song. And it, unlike Laco Tower, where their second song was kind of a disappointment compared to the first that I really liked, I really liked Hello, Hello, Hello. I'm not sure which of their two Dragon Ball songs I like better. They're both yeah. really high up mm-hmm. on... I just, yeah, I really enjoy the the just the way it sounds and <laughs> the I don't know it's like how to explain it more in depth is like I like the melody well, and lyrics I like as it. I said with other songs <laughs> yeah. it's science it's like, because I, I like it I just liked it because talk a little bit about boogie back uh randy you have this as your number one stacy and i were kind of right behind you there okay good i feel good about that i also feel kind of mm-hmm. good that it uh got to tie for number one because i put hello 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 lower than everybody else <laughs> um so i fixed that i'm ensured uh that uh, we're in the best timeline um, <laughs> Thank you. your opinions are fact <laughs> um it's uh you're right i liked the uh, electronic vibe to it and We've got some good sorrowfulness to it. And I think, yeah, that was kind of echoed when uh, we lost um, Hiro Mitsuru. And, uh, and I don't know, it's fun. I, I love singing along to it. Um, also, again, because it's got English words, so I can just belt out yes. boogie back in the car. <laughs> it, uh, it, but even the Japanese there is very clearly enunciated, which I think helps plebs like us to try to sing along <laughs> with it. Right. I would say that's a lot of it too. It's just, uh, it's, it's very clear and we can, and we can sync up with it. It's, it's good times. And, uh, and yeah, like it's, it's good to see Bulma get some focus and like we don't see her point of view enough, I think, especially mm, since, yeah. you know, we started the series with her. She was in from episode one. So, um, seeing that is nice. And then it was during, during an arc where she's not even around. Right. Yeah, I got a very strong like '90s vibe from the song, yeah. which is totally my jam. <laughs> so, <laughs> eternally running in the '90s, I am. <laughs> we're we're all at that exact age group where they they hit they hit us right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only '90s kids will remember. <laughs> uh, but I also liked the the kind of callback to the visuals with Bulma, like romantic Agerio. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, he's kind of sitting around in different places. Like that was a nice throwback, I think. And yeah, it's just a kind of a fun melody. But as you guys mentioned, it's a little bit sadness tinted to it. Even even without Hiromitsuru's passing, it still it was kind of a 
slightly melancholy song, but also peppy at the same time. So it has everything. It has <laughs> it has electronics. It has 90s. It has happiness. It has sadness. It has English words you can yell out. <laughs> so it's Dragon Ball. As much as fried rice music is Dragon Ball, I think Boogie Back yeah. is at the other end of being yeah. Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's lodged itself deep in my Kokoro. There you go. Ah, weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we have it. The uh, completely unbiased scientific factual list of the top 11, because there's only 11, uh, Dragon Ball Super ending themes. Uh, Randy, you initially wanted to do the top 10, and I was like, er, wait, wait, well, we, we need to wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? That's fair. We can do a top 11. It's unconventional, but hey, now we can cover all of it. Except if uh, the show happens to come back and they decide to call it Dragon Ball Super still. I don't know. Not, I'm not saying I know anything. I'm saying that that is a distinct <laughs> possibility. Ability. That's the thing they could do. I, I doubt they're going to do that, but uh, who knows? Maybe, mm. maybe it'll come back. I doubt it. We'll call it Super S. Super. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and then there will be 20, 30 years of, do we call it Super S or do we call it Supers? Mm, yep. yep. Forever <laughs> just confused on that one. It's su- If you read the Katakana, it says Super Zoop. <laughs> Look, I know this. I'm just saying for all the other people out there who may not know this. Yeah. The one with the pedophile yeah. unicorn is supers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people even know that we're talking about Sailor Moon now because we didn't actually say that. Right. <laughs> well, if they're 90s kids like us. Yeah. They'll remember. Look, the target audience for Konzenshu is people over the age of 30 now. So I think, yep. I think we're good. All right. So that was that list. Uh, I guess let's uh, bring the episode to a close. Uh, Stacy. I do want to ask you a little bit about, uh, I was hoping to post this today, but I'm probably going to end up doing it tomorrow. Uh, you hmm. did wrap up your first long form translation for Konzenshu. Hooray. Hey, I'm so excited. Hooray. I'm doing stuff like two months after I was announced. It's all good. I mean, we all take months, if not years, to do our project. So yeah, I had also had a May was very busy with KamehameHaCon and another vacation that say. I went on. So <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you had okay. stuff going on. Um, tell me a little bit about it. It's uh, it's in interview uh actually that was pointed out to us on twitter somehow we missed it um i'm so appreciative i I don't have the name in front of me but uh, i'll note it when we post it Uh, an interview with kazuhiko torishima torishima has been the source of amazing information recently over the last couple of years Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm constantly referring to that interview he did with forbes uh i think this is going to be another good piece to that puzzle uh what are some of the little things torishima is talking about in this interview yeah when i first when i first picked this interview to translate i kind of just like okay something torishima Shima, whatever. It ended up not being too much about Dragon Ball specifically, but it does have a lot of interesting information about like how Jump runs, basically. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, he has a lot of inside info about how the edit, 
the environment in the editorial department, which sounds like really awful, back in, <laughs> at least back does. in those back in the days. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff that I do want us to cover is, all right, not just what literally was Dragon Ball and when did it come out, but what was the culture of the time? What led to it being created the way it was? What led to it succeeding the way it did? And Torishima comes in here and talks about uh, the popularity polls and what the, the office atmosphere was like and kind of the bureaucratic bullshit that he had to cut through to do what he wanted to do. Yeah, it's interesting we get a different view of Torishima because when you're first just looking at Dragon Ball stuff, you're getting it all from Toriyama's perspective. So you see him as like this evil guy right. who just rejects all of his manuscripts. <laughs> he's literally Machirito. <laughs> yes, he's literally a villain. But once you see his perspective, I mean, you see that he actually had like, he was like, I guess an innov- pretty innovative guy. Like he was trying to do different things that other people were saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should just keep doing you know, what we've always done. Well, he's like, screw you guys. I'm going to do other things too and add more because I see the error that's coming. This is what it's going to be like. He can take credit for, I mean, like Dragon Quest. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I found that guy. <laughs> I, was like, I discovered Toriyama. I discovered this other guy. Psh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is going to be coming to the site uh, relatively soon. Hopefully by the time you listen to this, uh, I will have it up. So I'll drop a link. Uh, it was in February 2018 that this was on uh, Asahi. So uh, we'll be posting it up. So Stacy, thanks so much for, for grabbing it. There's plenty of other stuff to tackle. We're, we're chatting about maybe what yeah. we want to do. Uh, also, whatever interests you the most. Uh, I, I find those are... Uh, kind of the best ways to approach things at times is whatever you take a personal interest in. So I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. Waku waku doki doki. Randy, what's going on with you these days? You got any streams or anything? I don't have much going on. Uh, last time uh, when I was on, I, I pimped Two Gay Guys Play, which is a, a Let's Play channel that my husband and I do. It's been on hiatus since Super Mario Odyssey. I don't know. It's hard to do stuff like that and put videos up every day. You, you can just send uh, it. At, it's hard to do stuff. Like, period. I, I understand that, the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've been going on longer. I did things for like two years, and I'm like, man, I am done. Forget yeah. this. Um, so, yeah, not too much other than just uh, me on Twitter at Saber underscore Breaker. Uh, and I, I, I tweet things, uh, and, and naked Goku sometimes. So there's that. Yes. That's true. I was going to mention you loot, follow him for lewds. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to keep it too weird because I know that there are other people follow me for other reasons. And I don't want to be like, here's a dick in your timeline. Enjoy that. <laughs> I'm looking to work like, all right, there's a monkey ass. All right, moving on. <laughs> See, I, I keep that in mind. Like, oh, man, what if Mike sees this while he's at work? Oh, man, this is going to be bad. Oh, I feel bad. Oh, no. But, oh, no, I'm going to post it anyway, though. <laughs> you should be working, not on Twitter. I mean, I, I do the same I thing. I don't but. understand the difference. Yeah, no, same, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we'll leave it there. Uh, com. That is kanzenshu.com. Uh, that's the website that's in your ears uh, and can be in your eyes, and we'll leave it at those orifices for now. Uh <laughs> Future, oh future projects who knows all different directions all different places uh oh thank you. what is going on i talked to you two and we're <laughs> we're going we're bad, we're, we're bad we're bad influences <laughs> bad or best i'm not entirely sure mm, so you decide that's the site those are the peeps uh i think that is gonna bring it to a close so we'll see you next time here on kanzenshu the podcast everyone have a lovely day lovely week see you next time Bye bye